We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into another edition of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCrady. That is Tyler Siski here on this Wednesday afternoon, October the 18th. It's our second and final episode of the week. We'll be back with the regular week next week. This week's a little different because I'll be traveling tomorrow. So Tyler was kind enough to uh, rearrange his schedule. Jeff Collins will join us, and uh, we'll talk to him. We'll make our picks for the week. This is a show that's also presented to you by Twisted Tea. Don't let me forget to uh, to mention that. I will not let you forget. Over uh, over the course of um, of the day. How are you? I'm doing good, brother. I uh, I have noticed. Well, I got two things for you. One is since we're only doing two shows, I'm busting out the good stuff, the peach nectarine. Yeah. You know, I I abandoned the peach nectarine on Make It Rain Thursday last week, and I think it affected my mentality. This stuff's so good, I can o- almost taste the peach fuzz. You know what I mean? Like that oh, fuzzy. Yeah. Like I, you can taste the peach fuzz. I've there. tasted peach fuzz before. They actually have the peach fuzz taste in here. So love it. We're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. We're starting a little bit late this this afternoon because I just finished another podcast. I taped the Butcher versus the Dance Instructor. We taped that every uh, Wednesday at one thirty. So we were wrapping that show as Tyler walked in the door. So we're, we're a little late. Had to process that and get it sent off. So that explains the little bit of tardiness. Neil, we'll be going to the Cooper Chevrolet chat a lot today. But we got some new information from our good friends at Cooper Chevrolet. Attention Tahoe fans. Cooper Chevrolet and Anderson has just received a huge truckload of brand new Chevy Tahoes in every trim. They now have 10 available and are ready to go. Go to cooperchevrolet.com and schedule your test drive today before they sell out. That's cooperchevrolet.com. Neil, before we get our good friend Jeff on here, yes, I've got something in the mail for you today. I'm going to come over and make a proper presentation. Okay. Very excited about this. Show the, show the people. One of my rants comes to fruition. 
How about that? How about that? Our guy Tez, North Carolina, after his first game at North Carolina, when I said he should have been playing the whole time, kind enough to send us a photo with his mom. Look how proud. Yep. Look how proud she looks. Let's see. Let's let's see if we can get a little ISO. Let's get some ISO. Can't zoom in, but you get a chance to see it right there. It's Tez and his mom after the uh, Notre Dame win over they beat who did they Syracuse. Beat they beat blew Syracuse out Syracuse that day. That yep. day. Look at that. We, we, I said he should play. He did. Had a big day. He's playing really well. Look how happy he looks. Look at that NCAA. That's the smile that you took away for a few weeks. That's it. And then more importantly, look at mom. I mean, take a good look at mom. How happy is she right there? Look at mom, NCAA. Take a look at mom. That looks don't 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 look at don't even look at Tez right now. It's happiness. Look at mom. That's happiness. That's relief. It is. You should try getting a life, NCAA. <laughs> Have children and know what it's like. There you go. You're on fire today. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Take that picture and ingrain it in your brain. Look at Tez. Look at Tez for a minute. Look at the smile on his face. And then stop looking at Tez. Look square at mom. Look at mom. That's who you put through hell. Mom. Because Tez was okay. He was still at practice. He was okay. There were people around him all the time telling him it was going to be okay. Mom was stressed out. I promise you. I've never met mom. But I guarantee you mom was stressed out. She was worried about her baby. Look at that. That's right. And and to her, that's her baby. To you, he's just a person. He's a football player. You need to punish him because you did your stupid COVID crap that didn't let him didn't let him play. But to mom, that's her baby. Tez, thank you for the picture, my man. Appreciate it. So I had a friend of the show who listens every episode literally text me while I was in the car on my way over here, giving me some ways because you're you're on one today. Yeah, I am kind <laughs> of on one today. <laughs> said I needed, it's been a, it's been a day. needed to give you uh get you riled up. I said I probably won't have to try very hard and I didn't. We didd even we didn't even get to Jeff right today there. and you're and you're already and you're already hot. So that was that, <laughs> that was that was good. Yep. The best part was is you had the the way you had the uh picture up, you couldn't see your face talking, so it looked like the, the picture was actually good. talking. Oh I'm glad because the picture does talk. <laughs> that picture says so many words. That does. The picture says, I'm, I'm gonna get that framed, gonna put it in here. That, that picture says that picture says a lot. No joke. I mean it sincerely. I mean, look at Tez. I'm happy, for, super happy for Tez. But look at mom. That's that's the stuff. They, they, there was no reason for the, all that drama from the NCAA. You're punishing the kid for your mistake. That's wrong. You want to punish? You want to punish the kid for his mistake? Okay, cool. He didn't make one. He didn't make a mistake. This was a common sense thing. He left a school because they literally didn't play football to go to a school that did. He played, he did his, all the stuff, he was eligible, he did his grades, he did everything. And then he had the opportunity via the portal to go to the place that he always wanted to go. They didn't, they didn't give him a scholarship out of high school, just late bloomer, it happens. No big deal, no punishment. Not, not criticizing North Carolina here. But he got an opportunity, and he took it. And then they go, oh no, and you can't play. You got to sit the whole year. Totally wrong. <laughs> Neil... Joining us now is the man, the myth, the legend, the minister of mayhem, a fellow, a fellow Swifty, a world champion apple picker. Welcome to the show, Jeff Collins. Hey, hey, fellas. How we Appreciate doing? It. How we doing? Doing great, man. All right, so we're going. You want to see a good picture, Jeff? You want to see? A, you want to see a picture? <laughs> You've missed. I'm fired up. He's on one today, Jeff. 
Let's see. That's Tez and, and his mom. Can you see that at all? I love it. Tez and his mom, after he got to play in the game that he should have been able to play in from the very beginning, they didn't let him play, but he finally got to play. And like I've been telling the NCAA, you see Tez, and Tez looks happy, and I'm happy for Tez, super happy for Tez. Tez, I'm sure, is a wonderful yep. kid, but I'm more happy for mom. Look at mom. That's that's the point. That's the point, NCAA. Look at mom. Yep, his position coach and I played uh, in college together, Lonnie Galloway. There you go. I bet, I bet Lonnie was pretty damn happy too, but I, I'm most happy for mom, so there. Absolutely. Yeah, he he wasn't happy at all that he got a NFL player back at his position no. to finish the season <laughs> no. with with a with a top two quarterback throwing it to him. Nope, it was not was not in a good mood no. about that. No, he wasn't selfish at all. And no. I don't blame him. By the way, Lonnie, I'm with you. Yeah. Totally get it. Lonnie was happier than Tez. I'm a, he probably was. I bet he wasn't happier than mom. No, wasn't happier than mom, but he was probably happier than Tez. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, Lonnie's not a great actor though. That, that <laughs> video of Mac Brown, Lonnie Galloway. My main man Lonnie needs to improve some acting acting skills. All right, I got I got to I got to get this out, man. You you sent me a text this morning. You had me cracking up. All right, so I know now that you live in a house full of you got all all ladies in the house. Yep. How many girls? You got two, right? And your wife, right. obviously. Wife and wife and seven year old daughter. Okay. All right, so know you're a big Swifty. Sure. All right. You got to be now. You don't have a choice. You know, no choice. Went to the movie. We're looking for a full review. Need, need the full review of the movie. You had to go to the movie. Um, the key question is do you think Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, do you think this is a ploy by the NFL? Do you think it's a sham or do you think this is a legit relationship? We're looking for relationship advice from you, right. Jeff. Go. I got you. Uh, so <laughs> after watching the movie, phenomenal movie, and seeing the box office numbers that she raked in, the numbers that she raked in from the uh, her tour that just went went down. The Eras tour. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't think that she needs the money. She definitely doesn't need the clout, and she doesn't need the NFL to prop her up uh, for anything. So I, I got to go with you know. I think it's real. Uh, I just just my hope is uh, that Travis is a good dude like he seems to be. Because uh, if things go south and that relationship doesn't work out. Those breakup songs. <laughs> I worry about my man, my man Travis. So I hope it works out for both of them. That could be like she could go like three or four albums off that one. Dude. I bet he's exposing her to some things, to some lifestyle she's not used to. <laughs> no comp. Look at y'all. Both y'all just got locked jaw on me right there. Both y'all just like, nope, not going there. <laughs> you know, I've been a lot of places in the last twenty four hours, but I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Uh, nope. <laughs> Both of y'all just went straight lock jaw. We just threw me out to the wolves. Yep. yep. All right. I think I think the camera just froze. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's. I'll get some serious questions. I got some things I, I want to ask you about because I know you went. And you actually saw him play. We actually talked about him a few weeks ago. Uh, big injury this week. Brock Bowers uh, going to be out for an extended period of time, if not the whole year. Um, just depends on you know recovery and all those things, but. Do you think how much do you you have uh, think that's going to impact Georgia on offense, or do you think they just keep on keeping on? So uh, two part quest, two part answer. I, I think Brock Bowers is the best player in college football. If I had a vote for the Heisman, I, I, he would get it. I mean, he can just do so much, can impact the game. He is just a tremendous player. But you also look at the way Georgia's offense has been clicking the last two weeks. Obviously, Brock has been a big part of that because he went for a hundy 
in both games, uh, but they went 600 against Kentucky. They went over 500 against Vandy. And, you know, you see Edwards starting to run the ball and he goes over 100 yards. Lad McConkey, it looks like he's back to being full strength. Um, Love it. And I think one of the things that, that frees things up for Coach Bobo is you know you got to feed Brock Bowers when he's on the field. You got to. Well, now that's not an option anymore. So just the, the things that he's going to be able to do and the creativity that they've shown the last two weeks especially, I, I got to imagine that even though the best player in college football didn't play him for a while, I still think Georgia's going to be fine off on offense. Yeah, they got the difference is they got Thomas, they got Lovett, and look, Delp, the guy that's the other tight end is a dude. I mean, it's not like he's he's dude. I mean, he's a dude. Yep. And now Brock They've Bowers recruited thirty five five stars every year. They got dudes everywhere. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. This narrative this week was out that oh, and everybody thinks that like I I continue to say this. I didn't look at the stats this week. I didn't see where they were this week. But going it definitely didn't go backwards. Uh, last week, coming into the Vanderbilt game, they were the had the eighth total offense in the FBS. So it wasn't like they were stinking to begin. You know, oh, they're you know running back man. We're not. They got dudes. Uh, I see this more of a just next man up deal. Um, yes, is it going to hurt you? The difference is is Brock Bowers. I, I was talking to a buddy and kind of you know saying what he's saying is Brock Bowers just did so many things. You know, they handed him jet sweep. They, I mean. Now you're gonna to have to you're gonna see the other playmakers step up and they're gonna be able to. You know, got Thomas from Mississippi State, love it from Missouri. They got some and McConkey's coming back, like they'll be all right. To your point, Tyler, I, w- I was at spring practice and I'm standing there, I get out there early, you know, while the guys are getting finished up to come out. And, you know, freak comes out, another freak comes out, and then another great player, you know, just the as they're going out to the practice field, and I distinctly remember Oscar Delp walking by and I'm like, who is that dude? <laughs> and then I knew who it was after I, after it clicked and I saw the thing on his back of his Jersey, but I mean, it, it, he ain't a bad player, man. No, no, he's, he's good. All right. Uh, there's been a lot made, especially in this part of the country where myself and in scoops McCready live about uh, the Ole Miss rebels are going to take on you know, the good, the good American team, the Auburn Tigers, led by the Reverend Hugh Freeze this weekend. Um, lots been made because they play very well at home. That's their that's their thing. They play well at home, it being a road game and things like that. Curious, as your time, as all your time as a coach player, or whatever, yep. what has been the hardest place for you to play or coach, you know, on the road? Because mine is definitely, you know, I've tried to tell everybody, you know, Missouri and Missouri and Fayetteville are very difficult, but people laugh at me about that. Right. I'll go with a quick first three. Um, okay. Starkville in 2007, when I was with Coach Saban his first year at Bama, <laughs> and we go over 82 miles away to Starkville and take the L. I had never in my life heard an environment that, that was that loud. I mean, just those cowbells were just ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and we took the L, took the L that day. Now, as the D.C. there for four years, it, it was a non-factor. I mean, I'm sure it was just as loud, but you just kind of get used to it. You love it. It's kind of like, you know, friendly noise to you um, while oh, you're there. That doesn't give you a uh, headache, though? It didn't give you a I headache? Did, we had it rolling, and it was, a, it was a good sound. Now, I will tell you this. Uh, 80,000 cowbells, 
as a Mississippi State coach or fan, there's nothing better. But a singular cowbell, <laughs> one cowbell is the most annoying noise in the world unless you're <laughs> unless Will Ferrell's playing it, then it's okay. But so, a random cowbell in a Walmart parking lot is yes. the worst. Oh, no, no. My son was playing. Um, he was playing in the U19 tournament at Mike Rose in Memphis last week. And stop. No, no, they were playing a, they were playing a team from somewhere in Arkansas. And for whatever reason, one or two I guess it was two they did not. Two of their people are doing cowbells. And like some of the other people are like look and, and you realize people are getting agitated and someone's like, I'm I'm gonna go kill that. I'm I'm a, a duet of cowbells. I could it was brutal on a soccer field where it's because I don't know how, how much you spent time on a soccer field. A soccer field is one of two things at all times. It's either the hottest place on earth or yep. it's the coldest place on earth. And yep. on Saturday, it was the coldest place on earth. Even though it was like 50-something degrees, the wind was just blowing straight at you. And there's no trees to knock it down. It's just you. You're like, might as well be in the middle of Oklahoma. You're just getting beat up by wind. And then people yep. are ringing a bell. And you're like, dude, this, this something has got to give. We did uh, – I told Jeff this. I when I, I'm trying to remember how many times I've been to Starkville and played. I know I went with South, obviously Ole Miss, Alabama, um, several times. But I would wear cotton balls and put cotton balls in my ear because I had a double, just like this. I had a double eared headset, and it never failed. Somebody, and it's always because I'm an offensive coach, right? So somebody had their talk button on their radio and like all at on at all times. And you just – it just kills. I mean, I'm talking about the worst headache you've ever had in your life because especially when you're going with Alabama or you're going with Ole Miss or whatever, they're in it. Now, oh, yeah. when we went in South Alabama and we actually won the game, we beat South Alabama on a, on a uh, walk-off uh, doink off the upright. Uh, the infamous your boy Dan Mullen wearing the shorts in the game, that, that game. Yeah. Um, first one ever. Uh, but anyway, it wasn't very loud because there wasn't many people there opening game. But when you go in there with the SEC team – it's a. And I, I wasn't at that game, Tyler. I'd, I'd move. Well, on. I know I'd we wouldn't have won. <laughs> well, the year before we played at South Alabama, and coach, it was we won. I think seventeen to nothing, maybe seventeen to seven, but seventeen to nothing sounds better. It was the most <laughs> miserable three hours and fifteen minutes of my life because we should have, according to Dan, we should have been winning a hundred to nothing the whole time. Uh, Played lights out defense, but there wasn't a call that was right. There wasn't a second that was right. Uh, so that's a bad. Uh, talking about bad locker rooms. That's a bad, lo- bad visiting locker room. Bad locker room. Bad locker room. That was now a- the second place uh, for for your listeners, and this is truth. Is Oxford, Mississippi. I went there with the University of Alabama again in 07, and then played up there in the Egg Bowl. And the thing I try to liken it to, and I don't know the age of your your fan base, but Ghostbusters 2, and they had that that gel or whatever that stuff was that would bubble up <laughs> yeah. with the negativity. Yeah, the negativity slime. It, the most negative, as an opponent, the most negative hate-filled environment uh, <laughs> that I'd been in as a coach. And it was, it was palpable from the second you walked into that stadium until you got back on whatever the major highway is going south. Yeah. Uh, it was just as negative and uh, <laughs> oppressive 
and angry as you could possibly experience as a coach or a player. We got many of those negative people like Dwight in the Cooper Chevrolet chat right now. There's they're sitting there going, "Yeah, I was there. It was me." Well, let's be real. The whole fr- <laughs> the whole freeze Mullen era of the of the Egg Bowl. People can say what they want. I know y'all are friends and all that stuff, but that was pretty damn caustic. It was it was pretty nasty. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. That's still the, that's still that's still funny to when it, you know Jeff and I are friends and we weren't allowed to talk to each other. It was like you know you're. Your your mom not letting you not letting you talk to a girl or a friend or something. Yeah. Uh, um, the other one, I I tell you one, and that's and I'm going to ask you because I know you you've you're like me you've you've kind of coached at every level. My one that nobody talks about because nobody's ever going to experience it uh, was Mon- University of Montana going to Montana. Okay. We we played in the now it's the FCS one AA playoffs uh, in December in Montana. Thirty thousand people. In a in a fifteen thousand seat stadium, just about in between mountains, loud, and I never will forget the between the third and fourth quarter. Instead of you know when a lot of teams are you know they have a song or something they do you know uh, they did Cotton Eye Joe. That's what they did, and they were <laughs> that thing was loud and rowdy. What's your that one that nobody thinks about? What's your stadium that's that's the crazy? Well, I'm about to mention. I don't even know if people will even have heard of it. Was I go and I could, you can see my Albright College helmet. Uh, right there above me, uh, D.C. at Albright College. We go play Moravian College, <laughs> which their nickname are the Greyhounds. Okay. And it was in an old dog racetrack. <laughs> and you know how they had the like, European soccer and, you know, most racetracks, they have the, the, the ceiling above the stands. Yeah. We were on top of the ceiling or on top of the roof and calling a game on a uh, picnic fold-out table. And I still remember <laughs> – we run over Atlanta Silver to win the game, and my happy ass almost falls off of the ceiling, off of the roof, uh, to my demise. Uh, but that that was one of the toughest. I mean, there was there was maybe three hundred at the game. Uh, but that was a that was an interesting environment. You up there going here comes Wishbone, and they're off. I love it. Yep. The uh, all right, so. Real quick before we get you off, I got to get you a quick opinion and we'll get you out of here. Ohio okay. State, Penn State, who are you taking? Uh, I'm going to go with Penn State. Oh. Yeah, Penn State, I think Tony Diaz and that defense, uh, he's got those dudes rolling. Uh, you know, I think the world of James and, you know, I think just it's, it's too much offense with Penn State and then way too much defense with Manny and that crew uh, rolling up in there. It's going to be a great game. I'm going to be up in Cullowee, North Carolina, uh, watching a top 10 match out uh, between the Catamounts and Furman. Okay. Uh, it'll be, it'll be a good day, but yeah, I, I'm going Penn state in that one. Well, Neil, Neil's going to be calling the hogs this weekend and I'm going to be freezing my nuts off watching baseball. This, this, Oh, Saturday. you got baseball again. Yeah. Well, I got Brock's got baseball this week. So it's, it's his one fall tournament. He got, he finally got cleared from concussion protocol. So oh, okay. he's going to, he's going to play yep. a one baseball tournament before we shut it down for the, well, deal. good for Brock. Yeah. Well, good for Brock. I mean, I don't bad know why I'm going bad for me. I'm going to be watching football on a phone for about eight hours, but it is what it is. Well, brother, I hey, appreciate hey, that. Oh, oh. This is, check my guy this out. Is the only, this is the only flavor that they, they sell within uh, 10 miles of the kid up here in Atlanta, uh, which is great. Dreamsicle. Is that what it's called? Yep. Orange Dreamsicle. 
but you got me on that cherry limeade flavor and I can't find it anywhere. So I got about seven cases. I got about seven cases at the office. I'll send you some. Yeah, we'll make that happen. My address, brother. I got about seven cases of the cherry lime. Literally, I got about seven cases sitting in my office right now. I'll, I'll send you some. All right, brother. Appreciate, Appreciate you, man. Yeah, I got I got just cherry limeade out out the yin yang. I was I was kind of partial to snag all the storm though. Storm storms at the house. Is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got about. Uh, I'm not joking. I think Bob had sent. He sent me four cases of Inferno, and I want to say two, three, four, five, six, seven, thirty six cases of storm. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of rain. It's a lot of rain. A lot of rain. We are, uh, we're also brought to you by Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea, packs a flavorful punch. 5% alcohol, no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual Twisted Tea. Turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching in a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea's there to elevate game day experiences. It's perfectly complements your love for college football, your passion for creating unforgettable memories. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences with Twisted Tea, the drink that feels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. All right, before we get into some picks, Neil. Yes, sir. I text him of all days of all make it rain days that make it rain with Kane didn't show up. This is the one. This could have been the easiest, funnest interview that would have gone viral of all time. So last night, I had a lot of quick you clients in action last night. The South Alabama Jaguars hosted the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. And I think the final score was 55 to 3. That's correct. Okay, it was that, and I think they scored late, got one take call back for penalty and all that stuff. It could have got, it could have been worse. So my man Kane, I so wish he was on the show today. My man Kane goes to his post game presser, and I actually didn't see it. Some one of our listeners uh, DM me and asked me what I thought about it. I was like, "What are you talking about? I didn't see it." So I had to go find it. And then when I was looking for it, it's now been posted everywhere. <clears throat> so I listened to the whole interview. So Kane is completely done with his press conference. This is great. This is the most Kane thing ever. He's completely done with his press conference to them when they go, any more questions? And they're like, okay, coach, appreciate you. He goes, well, I got one more thing. And then he says this. I'm, I'm going to quote him here. I'm going to read it here. I have a lot of respect for Will Hall, Womack said. A lot of respect for people that built the program at Southern Miss. Jeff Bauer, Larry Fedora, Jay Hobson. There's some, there's some special people there have that have always gone about things with a humble confidence in that program. And I quote, whoever the administrator is that made it a decision to put up billboards that were disrespectful for the city of Mobile and disrespectful for the University of South Alabama just needs to know that sometimes those things are great in board meetings, but it'll get your ass kicked on the playground. So let's make sure so let's make sure that we do things the right way. And my alma mater, I think I should they should hold themselves to a different standard than that. I was like, damn, that's my guy. That's my guy. A little fired up. A little fired up. Uh, he, he'd been sitting on that one for a while. <laughs> I didn't realize it. And I guess uh, Southern Miss had bought two billboards. They've and, always recruited that area. 
Yeah, always. It's yeah. Only, it's right down the road. It's it's forty five minutes maybe. Straight down Highway ninety eight coming yeah. into Sims. It's right there. Yeah. Right. So, um, but they they purchased a billboard. One of them said like, um, you know, Canes or the you know South Alabama Athletics motto is this is our city or whatever it is or whatever. So they put up a billboard that said this is our city and it's scratched out the R part, uh, O-U-R part, and put Hub City, which is what they call Hattiesburg. Right. They didn't like that. And then the, the one that really stung them is right outside the university, they put up a billboard that said, you can get a major university experience, talking to regular students, for the price that you're paying your local university. Ooh. So, yeah, that that they, they uh, went after it on that one. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, – that was <laughs> – <laughs> that was pretty strong. So yeah, my guy, my guy Kane, they put it on last night. Um, big shout out to my guy Rich Rod. Getting the dub last night, seven point dogs, seven and a half point dogs. Them beating Western Kentucky at home last night. Walk off field goal to win. Um at home. I think it was seven uh, 2017, I think it was final score. Yeah, 2017 final score. Uh Zion Webb, the quarterback's really talented. He just gets beat up. He got dinged up last night, but he kept fighting through and going. Um, really good win for them. And look, I want to give this shout out. I'm just telling everybody right now. This guy's so impressive, Zach Alley. That's the defensive coordinator at Jacksonville State. This guy is, I mean, really impressive. Western Kentucky's really good on offense. Holds them to 17 points. And for the second week in a row, if you're a Western Kentucky fan, second week in a row. Uh, they score zero points in the second half. Oh. Um, against La Tech, they were up 35-7, to 7, 35, whatever it was, and they didn't score again in the second half. And then last night, they, they were up 17-10 to 10 or 17-7 at half and did not score again. So, good for them. And then other news, other quick you client, the Liberty Flames, they uh, stay undefeated. They struggle on defense, but they're pretty good on offense. But they stay undefeated uh, as a request to try to be the group of five representative. Okay. All right, Neil. Do you know what time it is? I do. I do. I'm a little nervous about it. I'm, I'm not as prepared this week as I normally am. I am somewhat prepared. I'm literally preparing as we as we have been taping this. I can tell. You're over there. I'm, 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 I like I like what I'm seeing. I like, I like your late prep. That usually is a good sign for me. Well, I'm just kind of choosing on some things. I feel good about some of the stuff. All right, Neil, before we get started, yep. I would like to announce, joining our show, and, and especially for any time we talk about wagers or anything like that, is Bet Online. Dot A-G. Okay, I'll, I'll get Neil to put the link, if you don't mind putting that in the chat real quick. And so uh, here's how this works. So we got it two places, okay? If, you look, if you're on YouTube right now, you can see the BetOnline graphic on the left, and you can see a QR code right below the graphic. You can actually use your phone, okay, and use that QR code, and that will take you straight to the page. You can click the link that Neil just posted under MPW Digital, Click that link that will take you to betonline.ag. There is a 50% initial deposit bonus. So if you up to $1,000. So if you if you put $100 in your account, they're going to give you $150. If you put $1,000 in your account, they're going to give you $1,500. Uh, I'm really uh, excited about this. This is the product that I use. Um, when I This is the product that I wager on. I've done for a long time now. Uh, it doesn't matter where you're located. If you're in Mississippi, Alabama, or wherever, this is what you can use. You don't have to go across the state lines. You can use this. So if you if that's right up your alley, click on it. We'll be using the lines from that uh, that website. But you can click on it, make a deposit, and support the show. So excited to have betonline.ag on with us there, Neil. 
Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, and then, then I want to say this because this is going to come up, especially with some of our clients. All right. This is how I use it. There's different ways to do the deposit. I use Bitcoin. Okay. That's how I do mine. That's how I prefer to do mine. Okay. So I have a Coinbase account. All right. That I purchased Bitcoin on. I deposit that. The deposit goes up within 10 to 15 minutes. And then when I withdraw out of it, it goes straight back to my account within 10 to 15 minutes. And that's the easiest way for me. You can do credit cards and e-checks and all that stuff, but I just prefer to deal with uh, Bitcoin, which is essentially cash. All right. <clears throat> if you got any other questions, hit me up and I'll explain it to you. Neil, it is time for a special edition of Mega Rain Wednesday with McCready and Siski. All right, Neil, you are now 38 and 34 plus 7.85 units. Your boy, after losing the Chargers game the other night and shit in the bed, appreciate the hell out of you, Chargers. I am now 33 and 39, minus 5.3 units. Neil, you have a 13.15 unit lead going into the back nine. It's almost yep. like you got a 29 to nothing lead at halftime. Oof. If I can get you to start selling some merch. No merch. Start working on some things. So how many weeks do we have left? Uh, we're halfway. We're basically halfway point. Okay. So here we go. We got. We just finished the halfway point, so we're, we're we're cleaning up from here on out, and we'll go through championship championship uh, Saturday. That's our last day. We don't do bowl games. Okay. All right, Sunil, would you like to go first? Or would you like me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. All right, uh, I'm going to start with the uh, inter. Actually, it's a, now it's a league game. It's a Big Twelve game. Starts at intersectional, but it's a league game. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma is at home against UCF, Gus Malzahn and the guys. Uh, John Rice Plumley, according to Malzahn, will be back at quarterback this week for the Knights. Tyler, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Oklahoma's a 19-point favorite. The line's too low. Sooners minus 19 over UCF. It's right there. It's one of my picks. Oklahoma. How am I going to catch you if we have the same? We well, have the same I, picks. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You trying I, to say I, me that's I, my problem? That, that is a, that is a you problem. All right, I'll. I got some others down. Let me see how confident I feel. I'll start with. I'll start with some confident ones. I may have to come back to that one. Neil, starting out Thursday night, the James Madison Dukes are mm -hmm. playing Marshall. Yeah, I thought about this game. James Madison is favored by three and a half. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the problem. Marshall is an extremely talented team. Yes. Extremely talented. They have talent all over the place. So is so is. But so you may tell you what they're Madison. not very you know we tell you what they're not very good at in Marshall? What's that? They're not very tough. Oh. Give me the Dukies. Minus three and a half on the road against Marshall. I'm starting off Thursday night with a dub. Give them that's easy money, free money. They're passing out free money. James Madison minus three and a half against Marshall. Okay. All right. I like that pick. I agree with you. It was on my list. See, it's right up here at the top to prove to you on my list of games that I really like. But I didn't go with it. It's not, it's not on my final list. Not on my final list. I probably should feel good about it since it's on your list since you've been kicking my ass in college. Hey, before you get to the second pick, my man Dave at Mach 10 Sports in the Cooper Chevrolet chat says, that's why you take the ball first like prime, Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one dave that's good <laughs> all right uh i go to the sec now missouri and south carolina play the battle of columbia this time it's in uh columbia missouri the tigers my guy eli drinkwitz they bounced back last week 
Meanwhile, your guy Shane Beamer's breaking his foot, kicking, uh, kicking cans. Gonna be limping a lot. Gonna be limping a lot Saturday, more ways than one. Give me Missouri minus seven at home against the Gamecocks. Mizzou covers easy. So you've now taken two of my top three favorite picks. I'm just screwed over here. I'm just. I mean, go ahead. I'm. I'm going to search the priest. I'm going to go ahead and start looking for priest. Oh, I got that. I just see if I can find something else to come back to. See if I like something. God dang it. All right, here we go. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. now you're making me search over here all right here we go neil the tennessee vols Mm -hmm. are traveling to tuscaloosa okay (laughs) you're gonna be disappointed in a minute go ahead tennessee vols are traveling to tuscaloosa Mm -hmm. the line is down to eight and a half on bet online ag the line is at eight and a half okay all right that's not where i'm going neil oh Give me the under. I'm taking the under at 48 and a half points. Okay. On betonline.ag. Give me the Tennessee Alabama under 48 and a half. Um, I'm going to double check that line and make sure it's still there. Um, it's moved a half a point. But here's the deal. Yeah, I, I see it at 49, but 48 and a half is fine. Yeah. I'm going to pull up bet online real quick and check it. Um, well, because I'll take the half point. Trust me. Um, here's the deal. is. Tennessee has, one, struggled on the road, period. All right, two is, is they struggle against good defenses moving the ball. And, I, and I'm, I'm not – I think Tennessee defensively is good enough to slow down. Yeah, it's still at 48 and a half. Um, Tennessee's – I just think this is – I can see this being like a 24-17 game, 24-10. I, I don't think both teams get up there. Whoever wins this game I think is in the mid to low 20s. Um, so I'm taking the under. I'm going with uh, – Alabama, Tennessee under 48 and a half. All right. Well, I'm going to stay on the same game. 
Okay. Got a couple theories I'm working with here. One, I think Alabama went to sleep at halftime against Arkansas. I think they started looking ahead a little bit. I know that uh, I know that uh, Nick Saban doesn't do that, but the kids do. They looked ahead to Tennessee's game. They've had circled Tennessee beat them last year, acted, acted a fool on the field, all that stuff. Uh, Tennessee's good at home. They are not good away from home. No, they're not. Well, this game's in Tuscaloosa. Give me Alabama, minus eight and a half all day. I think I think the tide's rolling over Tennessee on Saturday. If they go over, it's going if they go over, it's gonna be because Alabama scores a shit ton of points. Um, I don't think Tennessee's gonna score much. I like the under on this game too, but I love Alabama minus eight and a half. No problem at all. Okay. That was your third, is that correct? Okay. All right, Neil, my third one. Here we go, boys. Dwight's been waiting for it in the chat. He's literally Dwight is our resident troll in the Cooper Chevrolet chat, if you haven't figured it out by now. He has been jabbering at me for the last week and a half about this game coming up Saturday. The Ole Miss Rebels. Oh, okay. Are traveling to Jordan-Hare Stadium. I don't know if you knew that or not. I was aware. Ole Miss is favored by five and a half. Auburn plays really good at home. And Dwight thinks that I'm taking this as my money line. He thinks I'm taking the Auburn Tiger money line. That's what he thinks. Okay. Neil, that's not where I'm going with this. Oh, you're going to pick a winner. No, no, I am not. I am taking the under at 55 and a half. Oh, yeah. I don't hate that. Um, look, Auburn played LSU so so bad. Auburn was so bad on offense Saturday. The LSU went from being the DFL defense and total defense in the SEC to like 11th, made them look like the 85 Bears. Um, the the next thing I can't wait for, my first troll message I'm going to get on your board this week is going to be like, I thought you said the defense is bad. I have a feeling that Auburn's going to make Ole Miss's defense look like the 85 Bears this weekend too. Um, I just I, I I'm not a Peyton Thorn fan. I'm not. Um, I I think Hughes gonna have to run the football. I said that last week, and they came out and threw the ball for three straight possessions. Um, and then on the other side, the flip side, Ole Miss is on offense when they've played a decent defense. They have struggled up front. They did it again against Arkansas. Every time they've played a team that struggled up front, the only games that they've really played well offensively up front is LSU, which is terrible. They had a great game plan that week. And uh, Mercer. But besides that, they've really struggled on the offensive line. I think Auburn playing at home is going to keep this game close um, as far as being competitive. But I think it's a low-scoring game. I, I think uh, 55 and a half points is free money in that game. Okay. Under under 55 and a half. Okay. Um, quote. Coach Harbaugh says, a faithful man forgives. Okay. A smart man forgets. The Harbaugh's remember. Yep. You know, sometimes in a rivalry game, you get a chance to take a spear and put it straight through the heart of your rival and wow. just say a lot of things. Get a chance. Every once in a while, you get a chance to just be salty. Not often. But sometimes, Jim Harbaugh gets that chance on Saturday. Wow. He's going to take it. His team's good. <laughs> yes, they are. Michigan State is not good. His team is focused. Michigan State is just trying to get to the portal. The problem for the Michigan State kids, bust their hearts, 
is there are people in East Lansing who will be wearing green, who've always worn green, and who will be wearing green after this, and he's going to want to make a statement to them. <laughs> Golly. Is he going to be recruiting while he's doing it? The line's too small. It's 24 and a half. I'm shocked it's not more than this. Michigan's going to destroy Michigan State. Michigan minus 24 and a half. Wow. I actually looked at that one. I don't, I don't, I don't know how it stays under. I mean, I, I really don't. I don't know how it stays. I don't know how, I don't know how this isn't at, at a minimum 38 to 7. This has 55 to 7, 63 to 7 written all the hell over it. I think the only reason that that line is not higher is it's a rivalry game. That's well, it. it. They've gotten that game's been weird um, in East Lansing in the past. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but remember two, the whole yeah, uh, but, punt thing with Harbaugh yeah, that year? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Every so often, you get a chance. You get a chance. He is the spiteful type that will absolutely make the most of the chance. <laughs> He's a good dude, by the way. Oh, I mean, I like Jim Harbaugh. I, I, I would probably enjoy, I don't know, he doesn't drink, I don't think, but I probably would enjoy sitting and having a coffee with him. I probably would really get a kick out of him. He's an interesting, he's the most interesting man in the world. I put it like that. That was, got a chance to meet him that one time. Massive respect for what he did um, with the fundraiser thing that time. I'll, I've told the story before, but most interesting man in the world. All right. I got to pick one of the two games that you've already picked. Are you going to pick this one? Are you going to pick my one, two, three, fourth one? Uh, my next two games are in the Big Ten. Okay. All right. That'll answer that. That's a no. <sighs> Neil, I'm going to pick one of them, though. I'm going to stay in the SEC for my last two picks. The okay. Mississippi State Bulldogs are yep. traveling to Fayetteville with my man Neil McCready in the town. Not in the stadium, but he will be in the town. While you're Is it bad that I'm going to Fayetteville? I'm going to be in Fayetteville and I'm not going to the game? Is that bad? I just don't even know that I want to fool with it. Like, I live in Oxford. I don't like going to the games Like I, if there's another something else to do. I like going to the Grove, though. Like I think we're going to go to Dixon. And find a, a sports bar, and I can watch. We can watch Arkansas, um, Mississippi State, but we can watch some of the other games too. I, I want to watch Penn State, Ohio State. I want to watch Michigan, Michigan State. There's some stuff I want to kind of keep an eye on, right? I mean, and so I mean, no, I think the deal is, is when you go to, it's hard to go to a game, and this is probably why I don't. If you're not, if there's somebody like, if you're not a fan of either team, you'd rather be at home watching. Yeah, I mean, you know, if Caroline said to me, hey, Dad, I want to go to the game, I'll say, okay, we'll go to the game. I mean, yeah, I, you do it for your kids. I'll hop on SeatGeek or something and buy a couple of tickets. But if she's like, I really don't care or I really don't want to go to the game, I'm not going to be the one that goes, no, no, I want to go to the football stadium when I could go do something else. I mean, I, it sounds more fun to me, just being honest, to go to, we can walk over to Dixon and get some wings, have a couple of beers, watch the games. And then walk back. We can walk back to campus. They're having a, a tailgate at her sorority house after the game. Right? Yeah. We can walk from Dixon back to the Cayo house. One of the cool things I like about Fayetteville, it's very similar to Oxford in that you can pretty much walk, walk. everywhere. So It's very hilly, though, isn't it? It is hilly. But you get used to On it. On campus. Yeah, you get used to it. That's why they call it the hill. Ha. Huh. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, you can. I can. We can do that. I'd rather do that than walk. Then have to go to the stadium, and you got to walk clear across the campus to get to their sorority house, and you fight all the people and the crowds. It's gonna be great weather, but all my stuff. I just 
That's me. So unless she says to me, hey, I decided I want to go to the game, we're probably not going to the game. Well, Neil, the Arkansas Razorbacks and Sam Pittman are hosting the Mississippi State Bulldogs. And while you're out having dinner with Steve Robertson in your makeup session, I am going to be watching this game very closely. But you know what season it is, Neil? It's, we're in the back nine of McCready and Siski podcast picks. But it's Sam Pittman get right season. He's got all the tough ones out of the way. I think they're I think they're the best worst team I've ever seen. Give me the Arkansas Razorbacks minus six at home. They've been gone a long time. It's get right season. Give me the Arkansas Razorbacks minus six at home against Mississippi State. You know, I'm not going to pick it because anytime I pick it, people do the you're an Arkansas fan thing and all that stuff. I actually think Arkansas has a decent chance to blow them out. I just I just think it's uh, the the other big thing is with Marks and, and Rodgers being dinged up, those are their, you know, minus Tulu, those are their three weapons on offense. And, you know, guys that run the offense through, if they're not 100% healthy on the road, they've had a bye week and all that stuff, uh, Rodgers is going to get shot up regardless. Marks, you know, you never know, cutting off the ankle, when does the shot wear off, all that stuff. But – I just think uh, Arkansas is get is Sam Pittman get right season um, at, our, at Arkansas. Yeah, I think they're going to win. I think he gets a weekend off, and then I think he gets that another big chance to sort of turn it around because they go to Florida, and Florida's coming off of that Georgia game and all the emotion and stuff. Just in Gainesville, and, it's just hard and to Florida, go do it there. Yeah. Florida's that's the one place they. I mean, even Billy is as much as we like to tease. They've played great. You no, know, they played great in at Gainesville. Home. Yeah. But I agree with you. I, I like that pick. All right. Um, I'm back to the Big Ten. I'm back to the league that just is good to me. It's the league that cares about me. It's the league that loves me. I've never been to this place. I'm going to go. But every time I pick them, they, they're, they're on. Iowa's defense is going to outscore Minnesota on Saturday. <laughs> Iowa's defense is going to outscore Minnesota on Saturday. Iowa's a three-and-a-half-point favorite versus a Minnesota really? team that is troubled. I was a bad offensive team. It's bad. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. They're the exact opposite of that on defense. Minnesota can't score. They're not going to score on Iowa. Iowa's defense will outscore Minnesota. Give me Iowa minus three and a half at home against the Gophers. The Golden Gophers. The Gophers. Hey, turn the chillers on. Can you turn the chillers on? <laughs> they ain't going to need them this chiller, weekend. Chillers are off. Chillers are off. They will not need them this weekend. All right, Neil, my fifth pick. I got, I got to. I mean, I, I don't like the other. Uh, this, my two favorite picks from here on out, you've already picked both of them. So I'm going to go with uh, – I'll go with my official fifth pick. I think Missouri boat races South Carolina this weekend. I can't not pick that game. Um, I'm taking Missouri minus seven. I don't even think it's – this may be a 20-plus game. I, I don't even think this is even particularly close. Um, give me Missouri minus seven. Hell, you could, I may take an alternate line for fun in this one. I think they beat them by 20-plus points this weekend. I love everything. Like, I'm a big – I like Shane Beamer, and everybody's all oh, he kicked a, kicked a thing, broke his foot. I've broke my hand punching things before, so I, I feel your pain. But, you know, it's not about that. At the end of the day, South Carolina is not very good on defense at all. Um, they're actually the worst now. They are officially the last in team defense in the SEC – uh, they're not very good up front offensively. The only thing they got going for him right now is Spencer Rattler. He is playing at an elite level um, on the road, a tough place to play in Como. I'm sure 
Uh, Cole's going to love this, but give me Missouri. We're both on Missouri minus seven at uh, at home against South Carolina. That's my fifth normal pick. So you know what time it is now? It's money line time. It's money line time. And I've been pretty good with money lines. So I'm going to tell you guys real quick about the money lines that I'm thinking of. All right? I'm going to do the same thing because I got four. I think I know where I'm going, though. Um, I don't hate Utah plus 215 at USC. It's actually at 220 now. Okay. On betonline.ag. I don't hate Miami at one plus 154 against Clemson. Mm, I don't know about that one. I don't hate FAU at plus 130 against UTSA. Don't hate Where it. Where is that at? Uh, Boca. Okay. I'm down to two games. Okay. I like them. I'm going to tell you one that I don't hate now. I'm, you're la- I'm not taking this one. I thought about taking the big swing and just try to put you away. But I don't really like it. I, I, at the end of the day, it's not going to happen. But if you just are sitting around with 20 bucks to burn and you want to take a big swing, roll the dice on the Houston money line. It's plus 1100 Houston gets Texas at home at their own campus. It's going to be crazy environment, crazy, crazy, crazy. I don't know that Texas will take it seriously the way that they should. Houston's not good enough to win the game, but but if they make it a second-half game, that environment's going to be weird. Trust me. If you got $20 to burn on that game, I got an idea. Come give me 10 bucks, 20. I'll give me two tens. I'll hand you one back. I'll kick you in the nuts and we'll both be happy. How about that? Okay. <laughs> so I'm down to two. I'm down to two. I'm down to two. I like TCU plus 215 at Kansas State. Kansas State's defense is kind of lately. But that's not the one I'm going with. Okay. <laughs> you got some money. Your formula must be on fire this weekend. The one I'm going with. Because it reminds me so much of a game last year that when it happened, everybody was like, oh. Remember last year when Michigan went to Ohio State? Everybody was on Ohio State, and Michigan was more physical. Oh, they dominated them. I think that's coming on Saturday. Ooh. I'm going Penn State. The money line I've got, I don't know what you've got right now. I've I'll got, check it. I've got plus 164. Penn State plus 164. On betonline.ag, which is the official line okay. of McCready and Siski. We have this at plus 165. Okay. Would right. you have it at? 164. Hey, look, you got the, that one unit could come in handy one day. So I'm going to go Penn State at plus 165 at Ohio State because I actually believe Penn State's going to win the game. I don't disagree with you there. I almost had this in my picks picks to take Penn State in the, in the um, money line's obviously attractive, but I got to do a little bit better on the money line. Um, my only concern here, I got two concerns with Penn State. They just haven't been battle tested. They haven't like their two best opponents that they played is Iowa, which they beat thirty-one to nothing. Maryland, um, and no, they didn't play Maryland. Ohio State played Maryland. That's right. That's right. Um, West Virginia, yeah. but they play like UMass. They've played. Yeah. They they haven't played anyone yet. Um, now I think they're great. Yeah. And I think they're going to win the game as well. That would be. Um, I actually looked at the under in this game, too. I think it's going to be a defensive game. The other one is like Penn State's quarterback. He hasn't like thrown a ball past 15 yards all year. He just They're just talented. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like that pick. I actually I don't like that you picked that pick. All right, Neil. It is time for my money line pick. It is. I will tell the chat my money line picks that I have debated about. I like Georgia State. 
plus 135 at ULL. Okay. I like um, Texas Tech. Excuse me. I like BYU plus 171 at home versus Texas Tech. Don't hate that one. I also like the Utah plus seven that you were to, excuse me, plus 220. Mm-hmm. They're seven point underdogs against USC. That is not where I'm going now. It's kind of hard to believe Caleb's going to have two really bad games in a row. That's the reason I stayed away from it. I agree. And then you never know what Utah offense shows up. Well, prob- not, probably not a good one. <laughs> but they're also going against a USC defense. Right, right. Uh, and they scored last year when they played twice. They scored over 40 in both games. Yeah, with rising. Yeah. But, Neil, that's not where I'm going. You told us the other day where you were going. I'm going to stick with my guns. In Tallahassee, Florida, the Duke Blue Devils are traveling in. They are plus 430. Plus 430. (laughs) Neil is now a massive Tomahawk fan. Give me the Blue Devils. Plus 430. It was Um, my next game was to take Florida State and lay the points and just double up on you on this one. You didn't have the heart? I think you're wrong. I liked liked the other games. All right, here's the deal. Duke has lost one game. They lost to Notre Dame, who Notre Dame is – it's every week that goes by, you're like, you know what, Notre Dame's not so bad. No, Notre Dame's not bad. Notre Dame's not so bad. No, Notre Dame's good. And not, not the best coach team in the world, but they're good. They fluked out and beat Duke in that game with a fourth and 16 scramble yep. that he barely makes the line. If he, They're literally, no joke, they are this far away from being undefeated with wins over Clemson, NC State, which is – but NC State – uh, Notre Dame, they could they could be really really promising right now. So give me, I think Duke goes in and pulls the upset. Give me plus Duke plus four thirty on the money line. Okay, I like it. Uh, in the Cooper Chevrolet chat, Grind says uh, Northwestern. You just responded to it. Northwestern money line plus three forty. I wonder what my man Bob thinks about that. He's a big Northwestern guy. I kind of, I almost went with no, Nebraska minus the points. I, I like, uh, I like, I like James Madison. I like Tulsa. Uh, I like Arkansas. I like Georgia Southern minus seventeen against ULM. Um, <laughs> you just hate hating on your boys. They suck. <laughs> uh, I like West Virginia at home minus three and a half against Oklahoma State. I like uh, UNLV minus eight against uh, Colorado State, and I like FSU. Replied. I think Florida State's going to win. Yeah, obviously, I had the. I've already bet the Oklahoma game personally minus nineteen. So I like that one, obviously. And the only other one I didn't bet that I'm that I'm probably going to bet personally, the Colorado State UNLV over sixty four was was on my list. I like them. Okay, Neil, it is NFL time. Yes, sir. The not for long National Football League. Tough, tough week in the NFL too. Tough week. Weird games. Weird games. I'm sure we'll probably double up on some of these, but it is what it is. I only like five. So I've I only got, like I've six. Got five. So yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, would you like to go first for me? Does it matter? Sure, I'll go first. I'll start with the game that everybody's talking about. Philadelphia is at home against Miami. It's uh, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tungvaloa. Games in Philly. Philly coming off a loss. Sunday night, prime time. Sunday night. Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Yep, Carrie Underwood. We'll be doing a salute in the Siski household. Pledge of allegiance to Carrie Underwood. Okay. Hand over your heart, not somewhere else. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> Eagles, Eagles are a two point favorite. I don't think it's enough. I think Philly, Philly wins and covers. Okay, I just don't have a good feeling on that. One. I think they're both good football teams. They are, um, but you definitely have the the advantage with. Uh, I don't know if Miami's defense can hold up. We'll see. All right, Neil, 
My it's first going to be a wild weekend in Philadelphia, huh? Yes. Philly's got a good chance by Sunday to be National League National League champs. Yeah, they're on fire right now. They just won't be in Philly though, right? It'll be in. They'll have to claim it on the road. Let's see. They will Thursday, too. Somebody said, "Yeah, yeah." All right, Neil. I'm starting this bad boy off on Thursday night. The Jacksonville Jaguars have found their stride that we thought they had at the beginning of the year. Yep. The New Orleans Aints are really struggling on offense, um, and it's really everybody's blaming Derek Carr. I don't know if it's a Derek Carr problem as much as it is a wide receiver problem. They like uh, one of your uh, posters sent me a video asking me what was the last drive of the uh, Saints game the other day. Derek Carr throws four good balls, and the receivers are not. I mean, they're running terrible routes. Terrible. They're not even where they're supposed to be, and your professional wide receivers is embarrassing. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are underdogs. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars plus. Let me double check and make sure it hadn't changed. Jacksonville Jaguars plus one against the New Orleans Saints. Okay. I like it. I, I, I The only thing I heard about that is that Trevor Lawrence just does not play well in that building. And, and he's yeah. kind of coming off injury and all that stuff. I, I just, he practiced, though. He'd be, he'd be all right. Well, see, he lost the Clemson game, the playoff game there against LSU or something. Isn't that right? Yeah. He's, he's, he hadn't played well in that building the times he's played. For what that's worth, which yeah. is probably not much. Yeah, I don't know if it has anything to do with it. All right. Um, I'm going back into my wheelhouse, a team that's been good to me. I'm going to stay with them. Detroit heads to Baltimore. This game uh, in Baltimore, the weather's going to be really nice in Baltimore, 62 degrees and sunny. I looked it up today. The Lions coming off of a road win at Tampa. Right now, might be the best team in the NFC. Baltimore struggles with red zone. Struggles with red zone on offense. Lions pretty good on defense in the red zone. Give me a Detroit plus three at Baltimore. Neil, I didn't know if you're aware of this, but Sunday afternoon in Baltimore, mm -hmm. it's going to be in the 60s. 62. It's going to be sunny. Yep, sunny. Good weather. Good weather. And there's a team rolling in from the NFC Central. That's probably, arguably, top two team in the NFC right now. Yes, three with the Eagles. They're, they're the Eagles and the 49ers and the Lions. I think those are the top That's, three. That appears to be the case. I mean, Dallas says what's up, but yeah, nope, uh, uh, not there yet. Sorry, grind. Guess what, Neil? They're it's underdogs. They are by three points. Yep, getting three. Give me the Detroit Lions plus three. On the road for a McCready Siski double up, which we were pretty, we've been pretty last. Just gonna say we're back on our train a little bit. We are a little bit. I'm gonna say it's been the last three weeks when we've doubled up, we have been 100%. Last week, I got cute one time. Got cute one time. No one's ever accused me of being cute. So sometimes I try to be cute. What about Kate Upton? Yeah, she would. I think if she got to know me, she just didn't get, she hadn't had her chance. Had yet. she had a chance to get to know me back when we were younger? It would have been you instead of Verlander. I mean, I, th I think so, and she probably would have eventually grown to think I was cute. Would she be sitting in your lap while you're podcasting? I mean, I'd let her. <laughs> hypothetically, Hy Laura, hypothetically, Laura. I mean, it's like all I can say is whenever Justin pitches and he has a bad game and he walks off the field and people are like, oh, poor Justin. I'm like, oh, shut up. He's fine. He's fine. Everything's good. Everything's good for Justin. There's no <laughs> if, if the Astros don't win the pennant, he's going to go into the locker room 
And he's going to pretend to be sad. Well, this is his last game. He'd be sad for that, huh? No. <laughs> he's going to pretend to be sad, and he's going to you know, put on a frowny face for a minute. He's going to go change, take a fast shower, put on his clothes, go, hey, guys, peace out. And he's going to leave. And when he walks out the door, he's going to know several things. <laughs> he's got multiple million dollars. He's, multiple? He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. And the odds are at some point in the next few days, he's going to sleep with Kate Upton. I mean, <laughs> life is good. It just, there's nothing. He's not going to go, oh, you know, he lost to the Rangers and I don't get to go to the World Series. He's already won a ring. Does he go in the Hall of Fame as a, as a Tiger or Astro? Oh. He's whatever whatever Kate wants him to go in as. I'll get you. Probably a Tiger. He's a Michigan, oh, no. he's a Michigan boy. State, no state taxes. She's a big Michigan person. She's a, um, She's big on the, the Tigers. Okay. Probably Tigers. I'm just Justin Verlander. I mean, he's the guy. I mean, you... <laughs> Respect. Oh, what, Tip my hat. What got us off on this? this I don't tangent? know. You said something like Kate Upton, which <laughs> she said in my lap. I mean, Justin, just hypothetically, in a different world, maybe. But no, she's Justin's. So I'm not. I'm not trying to impede. I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to mess things up. All right. They, they seem happy. <laughs> what are chances, very attractive company. Couple. What, are, what are the chances that you and I could get Kate Upton and Carrie Underwood on the same show? Zero. <laughs> God, we get some numbers on that. Kate, in the event that you're watching and you'd like to come on the show, we we will treat you with the utmost respect. I, I would. I'm a big fan. Yeah, Neil won't say anything. He'll just be drooling out of the side of his yes. mouth. What was that? <laughs> I mean, it's not like with Kathy Ireland where I felt like I needed to apologize. <laughs> really, it's a very selfish relationship that we had at one point. You're wrong. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Who are you picking? <laughs> Do you even remember? Yes. Last last week I tried to be cute. <clears throat> And I went with the Bears. Oh. That didn't go well. It did not. The only one I missed. This week, I'm going anti-cute. The Raiders go to the Chicago. Chicago's going to play like Murray the Moose at quarterback <laughs> over there. And um, give me the Raiders minus three at Chicago, whatever. If they don't cover, they don't cover. But I'm not being cute about it. I'm just going to take the Raiders. I'll lay the three. Give me give me the just the better team, more consistent team. The Raiders have beaten people they were supposed to beat. They're supposed to beat the Bears. They'll beat them. All right. Neil, I haven't seen him in the Cooper Chevrolet chat, but GJG's Atlanta Falcons are traveling to Tampa to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who took one on the chin this past week. But it's a get-right game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are favored by two and a half. And, Neil, it's not enough. Nope. Give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Atlanta Falcons by more than two and a half points. Oh, okay. I like that game. It was on my it was on my list. Bucks minus two and a half. Okay. Uh, I'm headed to Foxborough. Last week I bet against New England. It worked out. The line's big. It's really big. But you know what? I don't think the Patriots can score. I just don't think it matters. I think Buffalo is going to be a little refocused after a blah game. Give me the Buffalo Bills minus nine at New England. I think I can help you out there. I don't know why I'm helping you out. Oh, it's at nine. It moved. I had it at eight and a half this morning. That's also on my list. We'll skip that one. I had six just in case. Caroline now telling me she does want to go to the game. So oh, where's, will you wear your Houston nut hat? Uh, no. 
That would be great. That would be funny. All right, Neil. Sunday afternoon, my man Clay Karcher, his his Pittsburgh Steelers are traveling to Los Angeles to play the Los Angeles Rams. Okay. The Rams. Oh, I'm curious where you go with this because I looked at this game too. Okay. I kind of got talked around on this game. The Rams are favored by three points. And guess what, Neil? What's that? It's not enough. I don't think that I, I don't think the Steelers cannot score and they're playing an offense that can score. Cooper Cup's back. They're starting to do some things uh with that team that are starting to I mean they're they're at this part of the schedule that they have to get right. And they have to I think this is a get right, have to win important game for the um Rams to make the playoffs with their schedule and their division. Give me the Rams at home, minus three against the Steelers. Now the weird thing is gonna be is Steeler Nation is gonna fill up so far. It'll be almost like a Steelers home game. But I just don't think they the Steelers aren't good offensively enough to keep up with this. Give me the Rams minus three. Okay. All right, so this is your last one, right? That was the one. And on that one, I was I was thinking about Steelers with the points. Go ahead, let's do it. No, but I I'm, think it'd be a great idea for you to take Steelers. But I'm not. I'm going to uh, going to uh, Arizona. Okay. Out to the desert. Seattle is uh, actually Seattle's at home against Arizona. Yes. Seattle after a disappointing week. I'm going to guess Seattle's a little focused this week. A little, little back to it. Give me Seattle minus seven and a half versus the Cardinals. It's a big number. I'd like for the number to go down a little. What would you, would you say the number was on Buffalo? Buffalo's at nine. Okay. What's Seattle's? Is it still 7.5? Uh, let me get there, Bubba. It is seven and a hook. Okay. You're taking Seattle minus seven and a half. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Neil, for my last game, I also, by the way, had the Bills down as well as one of my six. But I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to do a double-double up. So two weeks in a row, hopefully Mr. Monday Night will get his magic back. I'm taking this bad boy all the way to Monday night. Okay. The San Francisco 49ers are traveling to Minnesota. They are. Minnesota struggling. Big time. Struggling. San Francisco going to be a little pissed off. Should be. The 49ers are favored by six and a half points on Monday night. Mm -hmm. Love the hook. Give me the San Francisco 49ers minus six and a half on the road Monday night against the Vikings. I think you're right. They don't have to worry about weather. It's going to be inside. They struggled with the weather last week. McCaffrey will be back. The weather, the weather bothered um, Purdy. Purdy. You wouldn't think that it would. He's a Midwestern kid. Hey, somebody brought this up. Does he have small hands? Supposedly, he's got small hands. I don't know. I'm sure I can look it up, but I don't. I He'll don't. tell you he doesn't have the best arm in the world. He's got no, but be. he's just got. He's really accurate and he's on time. Yeah, he was just off. It happens. That's that's what usually um, is what you know makes makes his day. Hey, uh, got like two minutes. We got to get off off here. Okay, got a couple things that we got asked about to uh, talk about. You're gonna love this one. I'm very upset that I'm not going to be able to watch, but at Fight Island, UFC 294 is this weekend. It's an amazing card. Uh, Makachev and Volkanovski 2 is going on. Uh, Volk is a uh, plus 210. He basically won the last the last fight. Um, just got kind of got screwed with the uh, actual um, – Judges card decision or whatever, but I thought he won the fight, but he's plus two ten. Look, Islam is for you UFC guys, he's as 
he is as good as it gets, but so is uh, Volk. I think it's going to be a great fight. I'm excited to watch it. The only problem is it comes on at 1 o'clock Eastern is the main card, so I'm, not, I'm going to have to go watch it late if I watch it. Um, I'm already going to know the results, so that's probably going to suck for me. Um, and then Usman and um, Cosmot uh, is going are fighting. Um, I think Usman, he's a big underdog. He's plus 285. Cosmot is minus 360. I think it's uh, pretty chalky on that one. I think Usman's over the hill a little bit. And then um, late substitution, uh, Magomed is the number two ranked light heavyweight. He's really – he's legit. He's fighting um, Johnny Walker from Brazil, who's an upper-comer. He's good, but um, I think uh, Magomed wins that one. And uh, I think it's just pretty much chalk from then on out. A lot of Russian fighters in this one because they're doing it in Fight Island and, and uh, the uh, UAE. Um, but I am going to take Volk. So I think Volk wins and the rest are favorites. If you want to do a parlay, try to get some money there. And then uh, last thing somebody wanted us to talk about, did you see uh, um, Dabo Sweeney's comments? I did. They wanted us to get our opinion on those comments. <sighs> My opinion okay. is when coaches start getting weird about fans, yep. the end is near. I don't know enough about the dynamics inside that program to know whether the end is near. I don't I don't know. I don't keep up. I don't I don't watch Clemson that much for whatever reason. I just that's one that I have, I have a blind spot for. Yeah. <clears throat> it's my observation. And if I were around him, I would probably tell him that. If he was listening to people honest, I would say it's it's never – you're never going to get far talking about the fans being upset. You created these expectations. Mm -hmm. It's the monster and feeding the monster, okay? It's very hard to put a monster on the diet. You feed the monster and the monster eats and he gets bigger. The bigger he gets, the more he wants to eat. The more he wants to eat, the more you feed him. The more you feed him, the bigger he gets, right? On and on. Make sense? Yep. When you finally get to a place where someone goes, hey, do you think the monster's too big? And when the answer goes, you know, maybe, maybe the monster's a little big. And you go, okay, well, how do we make the monster a little smaller? We stop feeding him so damn much. All right, well, when you stop feeding the monster so damn much, what's the monster going to do? It's going to get pissed off. Go on a diet. Going to diet. The first three weeks suck. You're hungry and you're in a bad mood. And Parables they, behind. And they're telling day. you, they're telling you, hey, monster. So let's go run some more, buddy. Let's get out and do some running. Let's put on your jogging shoes, monster. Let's go for a let's go for a run. It's time to trim down. And the monster goes, No, I don't want to trim down. I, 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 I'm I'm handsome. No, no. It's time to trim down. It doesn't work. My point is this is that you're putting the monster on a diet. You might not want to announce to the world that you're doing it. You might not want to blame the people who fed the monster. You you did it. You fed the monster. You you won. You won big. You you played for national titles. You were in the playoffs all the time. And now for whatever reason, just to some small degree, you've slipped a little. Just say the magic words, which is look, we're trying to get back. We're trying really hard. It's 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 not easy. It wasn't easy then. It's not going to be easy now, but that's our goal. And leave it at that. When you do the whole, you know, maybe our bandwagon's too big. You need to get off the back. Maybe we need to get some people off the wagon. Maybe the way to do that is to lose some games. It's never a good idea to say out loud yeah. that, hey, the, the the best way here is to lose some games. I don't – don't obviously don't think he should have said it. Um, here's this interesting point I wanted to bring up about it is 
it's create. There's fr- he was frustrated. Okay, of course. And we as fans and we as media criticize coaches for being too coach speaky. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is what causes it when they when they do say yeah. what they feel and they do say what they mean and they want to say they get criticized for it. More so they get fair. they get criticized for being too coach speaky and then get criticized for being uh candid. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So they can't win, but I think that's what causes so much coach speak cuz coaches <laughs> they'd like to tell you, I mean, if you can't tell, they'd like to tell you some things and like tell a lot of people to kiss their ass sometimes. Um and so that part is I guess where that's, you know, I, I can kind of see both sides of the fence. With that being said, I think when you get in situations that, you know, you just probably just shouldn't, shouldn't say anything, you know, just go to the coach speaker and just not even address it. But from a Clemson standpoint, it's a very toxic fan base as far as they've been on him for, if he does, ever since he raised the bar, they've been on him. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's turned into one of those jobs. But people forget 30 years ago, I mean, Clemson was uh, you're talking about eight and four teams, seven and five teams, six and six teams. That's what they were right. every year for thirty something years since like nineteen eighty. Yeah, right. That's my point. I mean, he's he's the one that created this. And right? so he, yeah. I think what he's trying to say is that wait a minute. I mean, we've we're a lot. You know what he's done since he's been there is is unbelievable. I mean, he's turned it into a national power. Yes, for sure. And it's just like you know what Tom's going through at Indiana. You know, Tom's mistake was he won too many games in the COVID year. Yep. I had two great coordinators. Had a great quarterback. Well, and, and DeBoer was his offense coordinator, by the way. I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah. So the, the head coach at Washington, for those that don't know, was the offensive coordinator at Indiana. Mm-hmm. The defensive coordinator was a guy by the name of Kane Womack. Yep. Okay. They've had good coaches. Yeah. And so they win, and now they're just going back to be Indiana. And it's like, oh, we, you know, let's, let's. And so that's the hard part. That's what sucks about. And that's why when you have an opportunity to either jump or to get a big contract, you should do it. Right. Right. And he got the big contract. Yeah, he did. But he, here's the thing that, that I don't – I can't stand about the profession, especially anymore, and it's really been like this for about 15 years or so or more, is coaches would like to put roots down places and would like to coach places a long time. But the only way to not – now, once you get to the SEC or these big jobs, there's nowhere else to go – so when you come to the SEC, it's like, hey, you're there to get fired. I mean, that's the truth. Yeah. You're there to get fired. I mean, Lane Kiffin, he stays here long enough, they will run him out of town eventually. Yeah, the odds are. The sure. odds, where's he yeah. going to go? Well, there, there's just very few coaches who get to stay someplace forever and finish. I mean, Kirk Ferentz, Nick Saban. It just doesn't It's happen. a very small list. Yeah, and, right. And It's possible, but it's it's, yeah, sure. And so when you go back to being – what your ceiling is as a, as a program, then then that's not good enough anymore because you set the bar. Um, I think the 12-team playoff will alleviate some of that for some coaches. It will. I think, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you have a good year. Like, let's say you go 10-2 and two and you make the playoffs, but that's – It's an elite year. That's an elite year yeah, now. Instead, a, of a, yeah. instead of a really good year. No question. I mean, you can, you, can, you can milk that bad boy for a while. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's all I got today, boss. All right, I know will, you've talked enough today. Yep, and i got a, another show coming up in 11 minutes. All, All right. right. Yep. <laughs> that does it for uh, this edition of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. 
Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. I appreciate everybody in the Cooper Chevrolet chat. Y'all are great today. And remember, attention Tahoe fans. Cooper Chevrolet and Aniston just received a huge truckload of brand new Chevy Tahoes in every trim. They are they now have 10 available on the lot and they're ready to go. And you better get on quick because Tahoes are hard to find right now. Go to CooperChevrolet.com and schedule your test drive today before they run out. That's CooperChevrolet.com. And then real quick, make sure uh, Cole's going to put the betonline.ag link in the in social media under on Twitter. Uh, so you can go to McCready Siski on Twitter. And also, if you're watching on YouTube, you can hit – we use your phone, hit that QR code that's right there to the left of your screen under the BetOnline graphic. That will take you to betonline.ag. And I hope everybody has a great weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Hope everybody has a, a wonderful weekend. Thanks for being with us. Be back on Monday with a normal week of uh, McCrady and Siski powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. For Tyler, I'm Neil. Take care. Have a great weekend. Bye.